It's Tefo Waffle Time! Welcome to Tefo Waffle. With Troy and Steve, and a very jet lag Steve, that is. Yeah, jet lag Steve. Okay, so uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, being out of the loop. Out of the loop? Out of the loop. So that, that whole weird thing where, well, by definition, we're foreign teachers. Oh, and oh right. Okay. Because we're foreign yeah. teachers, we're not... Well, we're foreign. In the, well, we're not in the loop, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, this, is, uh, this is pretty much true of every place I've ever worked in my... not uh, Okay, maybe not every, but the only times it's been the exception is when uh, I've been high up in the management of the school and the school was... Uh, uh, let's say more foreign teacher focused than local. Okay, so give give us an example of an out of the loop experience. Uh, let's pick the one from yesterday. Great. Oh, no, wait, it wasn't yesterday. It was two days ago. Ooh, uh, fresh. It's uh, midday, and you overhear someone in the staff room saying, um, "So, which of the afternoon classes are cancelled?" And you poke up your ears and go. Excuse me, what now? Which, who, what? Okay, so the conversation, did you hear it in English or in another language? Uh, in this case, I did hear it in English. I heard a Filipino teacher asking another Thai teacher, not a manager or anyone else, confirming with the other Thai teacher. Mm. So the Filipino teacher obviously had some idea of, of what was going on, but not a lot. He was obviously still out of the loop, mm. just not as far out as I was, obviously, because I had no idea that I didn't have classes that afternoon. Okay. So that, the, the being out of the loop thing, uh, the big question is, are you supposed to accept it and roll with it? Are you supposed to try and do something about it and fix it? Are you supposed to rage against the injustice? Well, maybe we should think about first what exactly, why this is happening. Um, In my experience with with schools where this is happening, um, quite often it's for a reason. It's not... uh, You mean that the foreign teachers are being deliberately kept outside the loop or default kept outside no yeah the foreign teachers kept outside the loop deliberately yes do you do do you think that that's the case actually no i think it's more often a default thing i think there's a little bit of deliberateness to it uh foreign teachers i I know it's a horrible stereotype but in my experience it, it, it has been true foreign teachers are so much harder to deal with than than local teachers are and often going to them and saying sorry the uh, photocopy machine is broken they you've got to have a five-minute discussion and listen to them vent about the the horrible photocopy machine yeah and the fact that that then and this morning my taxi driver wanted three uh, uh, wanted 30 baht to pay for the tollway yeah it becomes a, a massive um cultural attack yeah. Um, I had a, a situation yesterday where the website was down. There was some website 
and um, one of the foreign teachers here. Uh, wait, wait, the website at, for the school. The school's website yeah. was down. Or one part of the website, one of the part, one of the parts of the website. And this is essential to their teaching. Well, whatever. Anyway, he and he, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, it it, he wasn't talking to any ties. Well, there were ties around actually, but he was. Making he turned it into a whole. This is Thailand. How can you expect anything different? And it became quite ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, my feeling is that a lot of the times they'd rather just not deal with it with us because we're so problematic and aggressive and affrontive and uh, you know we get red in the face and we start getting angry about everything and, and yes. the smallest tiniest thing starts becoming this massive issue. But it's it's a cultural problem first. Sure. Um, and secondly. A lot of the foreigners, a lot of us, we don't have the big picture. We don't know why the yep. website is done. Um, or, or the fact that we needed 17 documents to to get that... Photocopy. Right. Yep. Uh, or the, the <coughs> 16 ministries have to get involved before something can happen. You know, we don't know. So, yeah. Um, so I think from, a, from the locals' perspective, it's easier just to exclude us because... It, yeah, sure. It circumnavigates a whole bunch of explanation, which is actually just understood amongst the locals. Yeah, and uh, I not just accept it, I actually understand that. I get it. Mm. I get it that, you know, as a... Okay, we're, we're teaching in Thailand, but this is, this is not unique to Thailand. You, it's a... Culturally, they're not really into big, huge confrontations which sounds like a big sweeping statement. But look, if I take this to England, you have employees in England who are... I don't want to say... Needy is not harsh enough. I want to say... Bitchy, whingy? Uh, you know, they, they complain a lot, uh, and it might be in a very whiny way, or it might be in an aggressive way, or whatever else. I... I think it's the same thing. If I was the boss in England, I don't want to deal with that guy. Okay, but in England, there'd be a memo that would go around the day before saying, please be aware that tomorrow the monks are coming and that you should prepare your goodies to give to them or whatever it is. There'd be a memo that... But that memo would be in English, and so that would exclude the the foreigners who can't speak English that are in the company, presumably. Okay. So yeah. I don't think there's much difference. Yeah, so it. that's the by default thing. That's by default, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I have an, ex- uh, an example of this. In Cambodia, um, there's a private school that I'm involved with, and um, the owner of the school, the director of the school, yeah. is, is um, quite... The director is Cambodian? The director is Cambodian, okay. yes, and he's quite hi- hierarchical in a top-down way. Okay. So on the schedule, it says that there'll be a holiday on the 17th, but as that holiday comes up, he realizes it would really be much better if it were on the 19th, not the 17th, because then they could also have the other things that... At the same time, right. it won't interrupt the schedule of Yeah, so the, he changes it. Um, yeah. And when he changes it, he tells his secretary. Yeah. <laughs> and then he expects, I think, that the, the information will bleed down to everybody else. Yeah. And it doesn't, always. Yes. Um, until the day before. And yeah. this is not... This is not vindictiveness. This is just a, a lack of communication. Yeah, this is sure. just a, uh, He thinks that he's done his job now. He's told somebody. Um, he's made a decision. He's written it on the on the big board in his office. In his office, and he's told his secretary. Yeah. And, of course, maybe the head teacher will find out. 
And he'll tell the six teachers are in the room. Or but maybe the secretary tells the uh, the secretary of the teachers, <laughs> and she tells the guys in the yeah. admin department, and they pop a notice in time for all the students in Cambodia. Right, right. The, stu- for the students, the students get a notice. Right. So there's always there's always one teacher who just isn't in the loop. I mean, the, the six in the staff room might know. But there was one guy who was having a cigarette or who wasn't at school that day or something like that. Yeah. And the kids all know about it now and everybody knows except him. And he then takes it really personally that he doesn't know. He wasn't found out. But it wasn't that it was anything against him. It was just the way that it unfolded. Yeah. That, um, so it the, the last time I was there, there was this massive argument because nobody knew what was happening during the holidays. Nobody knew what was going to happen during the holidays because the director hadn't decided yet. Okay. <laughs> so, and... And the teachers had taken this to mean that they were being excluded from all the information in the school. Uh, like deliberately. Deliberately. It's, it's being kept secret what's right. going on. Uh, we, we, we never told anything and this is extremely unfair. And, you know, this yeah. it, it became this massive political intercultural clash. <laughs> yeah. <of> uh, <laughs> and they wouldn't believe that the director just didn't know. He, he hadn't made a decision because he wasn't sure... How many people were registered for the summer course? Okay, so he was waiting for, for some more information yeah. so that he could make a decision. Yeah. And they took that as a, we'll let you know when you need to know. Right. Um, or, man, the school's so disorganized. Why, why don't they know what's going on? Um, and I, I think that that's just a big picture problem. Uh, yeah, I think it's a big picture problem. It's also, I mean, it is a, it's a communication issue. Right. Uh, but at the end of the day... Uh, this is going to sound really harsh, but if I was working in a, a factory, uh, when I get to work, uh, the, the, they might say to me, oh, uh, that thing, that, that big order that we've been working on has to be postponed for a day because we have an emergency rush order and we now have to, whatever, I'm, I'm making purple paper and suddenly they go, oh, we've got to change it because we have to make uh, a rush set of gold frilly paper <laughs> your examples are extreme yeah but you know i'm the employee and i might go oh come on man it's gonna take me you know a third of the a third of my work time today is going to be switching out all the machines from purple to frilly gold so that i can work for two-thirds of the day so that tomorrow i can come back in and switch it all back again ah oh, grumble grumble yeah, I go in and I do my job. All right, is this is this a question of of cultural integration and disintegration, or is it a I, culture shock question? I I certainly think it is a culture shock question. Uh, but there's also this weird thing. Uh, I don't know how to say it without sounding horrible. I I think, yes, there are definitely huge communication problems, where. Information doesn't come out. All right. There's another set of problems where we are default excluded simply because, well, the Thai teachers have a meeting every Thursday afternoon, and that meeting is in Thai, and uh, it's a very top-down you know, style meeting where the director comes in and says this, and no one is there to give input. He's, he's there to transmit information. All right. So let's talk about a, a solution to this, because I, I, I do... Actually, I think... There's another issue before we can get to a solution. Oh, another issue. The arrogance. Who's arrogant? The foreign teachers. Oh. How dare you not tell me? <laughs> right. That thing that 
that's why I was using the you know the example of the the needy employee in England. Yeah, is no different. You know, if you were that employee in England, then at the end of the day, you're not going to be the favorite employee. Uh, but I see a lot of needy. Well, uh, this is my example from yesterday. That guy um, who was complaining about the website was outright aggressive. Um, and I could see why people would not want to talk to him. Yeah. Because he he was he was really quite belligerent. And um, the fact that the website was down was not really his problem. Um, and the fact that the, there was a problem with because somebody's tried to explain to him they couldn't get it up because they were waiting from for a ministry document because it's an EDU website and you have to have a Ministry of Education yeah. document to open an EDU and they're waiting for that document. And he was like, well, why don't you just open a .com thing? And, uh, you know, he he, he, yeah. he really got quite angry. And he was quite sure that he, he, he knew how to do it better. Yeah, he knew yeah. how to do it better. Um, and when he left, there was this massive sigh of relief that he'd, he'd finally just... Gone away. Gone away. Uh, and I think that the general consensus amongst the people in the room was that he would just... It would be better if he just went away completely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that that thing that I know how to do it in my country, therefore I know how to do it in this country, is is actually a problem. I, yeah, I, th- I think that's that's the part that I mean about the arrogance. Yeah. Because I think that guy, okay, some people sure, but I don't think everyone is like that in their home country. Would he be like that if he was working in well, well, from th- Canada? Then we've got to ask the question: Is why why did why do people come here? Why do people leave their home? Um, and very often it's because there's this, um, this, this vision, this expectation that it's all going to be roses and and uh, no, they won't have to put up with uh, yeah, the annoying boss who who doesn't know how to set up a dot com. Right. Um, I mean, li- living abroad is just sandy palm beaches and uh, and all that kind of stuff. There's no irritating foreign. Uh, there's no ir- irritating locals. Undermining rules. your your <laughs> your absolute. But I mean that that's a very neo colonial vision of of how things are going to work in a way. Yeah. Um, uh, when when you're working in a foreign country, I think one of the things that one has to bear in mind is that you you are an outsider. That's, yes. That's yeah. that's the beauty of it. Is you're not absolutely. And I I must admit I uh, I like I like the. Um, what do you want to call it? Maybe the, the symptom of being outside the loop sometimes means that you get to just go, oh, really? I didn't know that. And get on with doing things that you want to focus on. Well, yeah, you don't have to get involved with all that politics. You I don't have to go to the Thursday afternoon meeting once right. a week. I, you know, and I'm quite happy to skip the Thursday afternoon meeting once a week. Yeah, yeah and uh, when I'm... When I find out that uh, you know the the schedule's being changed a bit, uh, how much? I mean, how much is this actually affecting me, really? Well, it, it, uh, in my opinion, it only affects you if you want to be in control. Um, if okay. if you're a control freaky kind of person and you really like to know everything and you think that you can solve all the, this this thing, and I've seen this in a lot of countries, uh, places like Cambodia, places like. Um, Indonesia, where foreigners arrive and go, right, I'm going to solve Your all problem, these people's yeah. problems. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this country better. I think that those are the people that start having the the, big, the biggest problems because they, you can't. They um, get unhappy with... 
Yeah, in, well, in America, things run smoothly. Why the hell can't we do it here? Look, this is the way we do it. Let me just teach you. Okay, I'm going to show you how to do this. Are you, are you listening to me? You know, that, that attitude towards okay. trying to fix the people's... Um, um, yeah. And, and, and I saw this in South Africa. A lot of British people used to come over and go, you know, you guys just don't know how to do this. Uh, um, but, of course, we were doing it fine. In our own way. Yeah, it uh, just wasn't their way. Yeah. <laughs> so it was more they not being able to work within your system. Yes, and that's a culture shock issue. I mean, yeah. the thing is that being in a foreign country, walking through a foreign land and feeling the strangeness of it is the reason why you travel. Um, Absolutely. The, the weird music and the different smells. And, the, and when that starts irritating you, when those different smells and the weird music starts becoming a, a pain in the neck... That's Rather when than the joy the, of... The mystery, yeah. yeah. Um, I've gone to Egypt and it's all mysterious, but Jesus, these people are stupid. You know, that, that, that moment is when culture of, shock has hit. Right? Of, wow, that's so different. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so cool. I'm in a different country. Yeah. Um, but that, that culture shock, you, you can either get past it or you can't. And if you can't, then obviously you've got to go back home to where everything runs smoothly and people do things right. Yeah. All right. Can now, we get up to solutions now? Sure. I, I'm really <laughs> interested to see because I don't have solutions to this. So um, when, when I see teachers having a lot of problems, um, quite often it's things like, it's, it's not ma- macro issues like you're talking about, it's micro issues. My, my assistant teacher translates everything for me. In, okay. Or while I'm teaching, my, the Thai teacher just walks in and, and starts talking to the students, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, have, have you come across this? Uh, yeah, I, I would say, though, uh, that's, in a way, that's kind of a different conversation. Your lesson versus, you know, it's one thing to talk about what happens while you're teaching. It's quite another thing to talk about what how much you know about the organization and yeah, but, the but surrounding factors. I, I think of these things as the same because it means that this teacher has not become, has not, uh, thinks, okay, this teacher thinks that this classroom is mine. And it's yeah. not, it's not my classroom. This classroom belongs to the school. Yeah. And the Thai teacher, in, in, in this particular example, the Thai teacher is actually in this classroom 90% of the day. Yes, I'm, I'm the homeroom teacher right. who knows the parents, who gets a message from, <coughs> from... The principle that needs to be passed on to the students. It, it all goes through that teacher. Yeah. And um, I come into this classroom for my one one hour. Those children still belong to that Thai teacher. They're not Absolutely. One, right. Yeah. So the Thai teacher has got an, an issue with that boy. We don't know what the issue is because it's happened earlier on in the day. He's, the Thai teacher starts shouting at that boy spontaneously in Thai in the middle of my lesson. Uh, obviously, the pic- there's a bigger picture. That yeah. As a teacher, I can't. Teachers who have this problem, uh, I've found, are the ones who don't even know the Thai teachers' names, haven't taken the time to get to know who the Thai teachers are, haven't found out. There's a, a great example of um, an exam that was given at one of these um, uh, uh, medical schools. Okay. And one of the exam questions was... What is the name of the maid on the f- on the third on the f- floor? On the third floor. Yeah, I've heard this somewhere. Right. Now the point the point of that is really good. Nobody knows the name of the maids because that's not important, but it is. Because maids the maid is the one who stays important. on the third floor. Right. If there's a problem with the child, the maid knows the child. The maid knows all those children. Knows what everything that's going on there. If you get to know the maids and the Thai teachers and the 
um, you start becoming part of the loop because yeah. they they respect the fact that you've taken the time to get to know them. You've become an integral part of not just the kids' lives but also their organization um, and how things work yeah. and. Um, so as an example, uh, one of the teachers in Cambodia, she spent the whole first week of her time buying things for the maids and sitting with them. And, and I thought, what a waste of time. She should be planning. But later on, when there was an issue or when there was a problem with something, she was the first one to know because the maids would come and tell her um, what they knew. And sometimes what they know is different from from what we all know because yeah. we... Um, and it was actually quite clever. So uh, when you're not in the loop, I think it's because you have maintained your bubble of, of foreignness and you've kept yourself far from uh, the important people that you should be getting to know, which are the, the Thai teachers or the, the, or the local teachers. That's mine. Okay. Um, I, I want to talk about the default part of it, the part where you just end up excluded, not through intention, but simply because... The director hasn't made a decision yet. The director hasn't made a decision. Uh, in this case, okay, we take the example from two days ago where I found out the classes were cancelled. I, I found out through casual conversation, not through, well, how dare this happen? Mm. Uh, I, I'm used... I, not, I don't want to say I'm used to it. I'm okay with it. I can roll with the punches. My job is to teach the students first and foremost. And it's not... Standing there and going... What? What do you mean my classes are cancelled? I've planned my lesson. That's not actually going to make them suddenly go, oh, yes, you're right, let's drag all the school, all your students back and put them in the room with you. All right, it's, it's not the other kids doing the other thing that we've planned. Yeah, yeah it, it's not going to... Me having a vent about it is not going to change anything. My job is to teach the students. So next week when I, I see them, those classes will be a week off from what the other students were doing. And now my challenge is to try and be creative and figure out a way to get the different, the two different classes realigned so that we're now, they're now studying on the same track again. Mm. I, I see that as my job, okay. not to, to have a whole, what? So I just chatted about, oh, really? So what's going on? Oh, there's a concert. And, oh, and it turns out that uh, the concert was for the the six-year students, the top, the last year of high school. Uh, but uh, a lot of the students' parents called in the day before because all their kids went, but we want to go to the concert too. They've got a live band and they've got, uh, you know, Nescafe is coming and doing a Milo promotion where you can play basketball and win prizes and we want to join in too. Mm. And so the parents called in. And the principal, uh, director, whoever Take said, okay. okay, fair enough. Mm. And, and that happened the day before. Mm. So there was actually no real way for me to find out in advance. I, I could have found out that morning. That would have been nice. Uh, but at the end of the day, the fact that I found out after I'd taught, already taught my lessons that were running and before I went to any of the classes that weren't running, the effect was on me was, okay, I'll have to rethink my lesson plan for the next time I see Why? That. Why did nobody come and tell you? Why did you have to find out from a casual conversation that I, you overheard? I think it's just the out of the loop. I got to school in the morning, 
and I made sure I had all my material ready and prepped and cut up and sliced nicely. And then I went off to classes. And I went off to class and I taught a lesson. Then I ran to the next room and taught a lesson. And, and then when I did get back to the, the staff room and, and the other teachers were in there and hanging around on their free period, that's would, when I In I that situation, would, be, would there be a temptation for somebody who had that experience to think that they'd been deliberately kept out? No, nobody told me. Why, why has not nobody told me that? Sure. It would. At the end of the day, though... <sighs> Okay, this is this is just uh, working with people. Yeah. If I go and complain about that, uh, am I expecting that by making a big deal out of it, they'll definitely make sure they come and tell me next time? Or am I expecting that the well, next see, time this happens, they're going to completely avoid speaking no, to me uh, because they're see, scared? I don't, yeah, that's right. I don't think that, that that's... When, when, when a teacher makes that kind of fuss, I think it's just on principle. Yeah. Why can't you let me know? Why why hasn't anybody told me that that thing of just just let me know so I know what's going on? Uh, it's just a principle. It's not actually. Sure. I don't even think that, that there's an, um, anything a, proactive a about it. Yeah, but of course, if if that person stops to think, then of course what they're doing is they're making next time even worse because nobody's going to tell them anything because they get upset. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I think it's, for me, I, I don't have a solution. I have a, you work within within the system. You, yeah, sure, that means that sometimes you're, you're going out of your way to, to scrounge for information. Mm. And it is, it is a learning curve. Like, in this case, uh, in the same institution, I've already gone and, and found out, so when, when's the exam week? Uh, the week that we won't have classes, uh, because I know from previous experience that that is going to happen. And sure, it would be nice if somebody came to me and said, here's the calendar, that's the exam week. But of course, it's there's not some magical person in the school who is assigned to be the information giver who walks around to each individual one at a time yeah and says, well that's the problem is there isn't is the that calendar. person right there's probably a sign on a board somewhere but it's in a, in a language that you can't read yeah all right so it's time hang for on a second what was your solution to to get to know your to become part of the Thai teacher network in the classes that you teach that's my i i would say when you join a school your first port of call is to get to know the teachers that you work with yeah get to know their names become friends with them I would say it's even more important than getting to know your students' names. Um, okay. Because if you know the type, if you know your your the teachers who you work with, and you're having a problem with management, they're probably going to help you. If you don't know who they are, and you haven't made that connection, they're not. Um, getting to know the the teachers in your network creates a lot of synergy in your classroom. Um, and it's very easy to get to know five teachers' names, find out about them, show interest in them. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't particularly want to, it's just so it's just so valuable for you to do that. That is, uh, yeah. And I, I must say, I actually got most of my information after overhearing the the conversation. I got all my information from uh, the Philippine another Filipino teacher who was in in that staff room. Right. I, I chatted with them and and got some details about it. And went, oh, that's interesting. And uh, it did seem that uh, there was another foreign teacher in the room who knew part of the information, but also not part. So he had a whole discussion. He ended up joining in on the discussion as well 
Going, oh, really? Oh, what about period six? Oh, period six too? Oh, wow. I don't have any more classes today. Yeah, but you see, that's the right attitude. Is you don't have any more classes. That's great. That's, um, you okay. go and join the concert or whatever it is. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's basically what he did. Yeah, um, and, because um, that's actually a great way to get to know your kids out of class. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I went home early. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> at the end of the day... And you didn't the, get angry about that? Oh, no. I go home early? Dang it. So it's time for a word from our sponsors. Uh, we, we have our sponsors because we want to keep these podcasts ad-free. Today, our podcast is brought to you by... Dictionaries, in general. I mean, I, I'm holding a Collins and there's a, a Chambers over there and I'm a big fan of the long advanced uh, learner's dictionary myself. Yeah, the learner's dictionary is also very good, especially for learners. Okay, so did you know that uh, dictionaries have words in them? And a little known thing about dictionaries, which I think every teacher should know, because it's just a cool trivia fact. Some dictionaries have a little uh, color-coded thing on this, not on the spine, but on the open side of the spine. What's the open side of the spine called? The, the, the leaf, leaf, leaves. Okay, so they've got little colored tabs that represent each letter. So if you know that, that tab, you can always, always easily open at S or before S or after S because S is the most common beginning word in the dictionary. So it's the biggest one. So if you look at the spine, the big wide spot in the dictionary is the S. And it's the beginning of my name. Did you know some dictionaries have a function that it actually translates the word for you. So you look up the word in the one language and it gives you the same word in the other language. Yeah, I hate those dictionaries. Yeah, they're not very good. But anyway, those are dictionaries. You, you look up the word and then you go and try and use it in real life. And, and it's wrong. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. All right, so get a dictionary. Thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. Yeah, go uh, learn the IPA. Right. Truffle Waffle is proudly brought to you by Non-Stop Wafflers, Tor and Steve. For any questions, comments, complaints or queries, you can email truffle at gmail.com or visit www.tufflewaffle.com